Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, Donna, Jimmy, and JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, Got to be honest, uh, we haven't heard JC's opener, so we assume there was an opener. Um, we're yet to hear it. We imagine it's amazing, it's hilarious. So, JC, <laughs> great job! It's an amazing job. <laughs> but usually, we hear it right, but he's, he's a busy man and it couldn't quite get it to us in time. So, let's hope there is one, or this opener sounds really stupid. But anyway, welcome to Footy Prime Wednesday. It's a big show, Wong is here and Jimmy's here. Thanks, Jimmy, for joining us this day. Shut up. Craig's here. <laughs> See that mic's working well again. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. you sound like you're in a bucket. <clears throat> Just Technology. lean up close. You know, we're going to get that sorted for you, Jimmy. Like I said, we'll get it sorted for you next week, one way or the other. Uh, but we should actually, one I was thinking this on the way home today, we should start. I know we have contacts downtown, a couple of bars, maybe doing the Wednesdays on location again. Be good I love for it. Our mental health. Yeah, be great. We haven't seen each other enough. Yeah, we'll do it every it's second just... week because I know Jimmy. I'm free every second Wednesday, and, and Jimmy. Yeah, free we could do every, that even once a month, whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. It's a good I'm... idea. I I'll, book it. I'll book it for next Wednesday. Or... I'm fine. I'm fine from home. I don't know. Whatever. If you guys want to meet up, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can fucking stay at home then. I don't care. <laughs> I know. Like. I'm really good from home. He's got to get an electric car or something. So far away. <laughs> or a plane. Plane would be cool. That's Chopper, not... maybe. Ex-footballers, you can afford those kind of things, right? Yeah. It's International Week. Lots of games happening this week and the next, uh, what? We love it. Are you still you thinking go. about the story? You need one service? or two relationships away from me. <laughs> Me and him living together. <laughs> Do you reckon between the three of you, one more divorce, and you're, you're kind of at that point you're roommates? Oh, we're we're going to be the odd, odd, oddest couple. Three of the us. Odd trio. That's right. Odd yeah. threesome. Yeah. 
That'd be a good TV show. Wonga, Jimmy B, and Forrest (laughs) all living in a basement apartment somewhere. That'd be amazing. What a a mess that would be. Oh. What would we call three three twats and no baby? I don't know. What's what's the name? I'm I'm one divorce away from that, boys. Yeah. (laughs) One mistake. You getting married again, Jimmy? Is that what you were saying? That's pretty helpful. No, no, I didn't say that. That's not happening again. I've I've gone through that jungle. He's seen the writing on the wall. Craig's never been married. Doesn't never matter. had a wedding, right? Not as good as though. No. Common law, though, same thing. Same, same thing, thing legally, yeah. Yeah. You're just not like thirty grand in debt from the wedding. That's the difference, is. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> you. True. All the weddings you go to and give gifts, like Jimmy. Like now they're separated. Like, does he give the gift back? What did you give him? Do you remember? Did you go? Oh, it was, oh, it was unbelievable. It was like a big huge microwave like top of the range <laughs> well you brought that down to dominican <laughs> oh no it was, it was a gift certificate <laughs> do you still have it jimmy so all these no, people that you, all the weddings you go to like do you give the gifts back you should yeah buddy i don't know there should it be a cutoff me. like in three years with threshold divorce then you're, mm-hmm. you're good anything three? before three years no, oh, and you, you mean that's the success? Hey, do, do you know three years not success? Better than a manager, I suppose. <laughs> but, but the but the worst part is, you know, when when you're going through the divorce for some reason, like normally the women are on the ball, right? So they're going, yeah, I put my list in. This is what I want. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, the, you know, certain things and spatulas and you know, <laughs> toasters and. Boxers. And before you know it, when it actually happens, and I go to make a piece of toast, I'm like, I've got no toaster. <laughs> and then I got a fry, I got a frying pan with an egg, and I'm about to flip it. I'm like, where's where's my spatula? <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I had a bed, but I had no utensils. Yeah. And I never thought at all about all that ton of stuff. Yeah, she <laughs> do you, did. Do you have She's a flipping away. Now, She's Jimmy? just flipping away in happiness. Ah, so I tried to do the old Gordon Ramsay little flip up and egg wasn't moving. And, oh, it was brutal. Yeah, I think if I get divorced, you know, when my wife leaves me, I'm going to be that guy eating out of a can of baked beans, cold beans in the fridge with the one spoon in the are. house. House. <laughs> how, many spoons, how many spoons do you think Craig has? Two. Two, I think so. Two. Yeah, I yeah. think you have two spoons, one for your beans, mm. the other one for your chili. I think I and have, you keep them separate on on a hook. I think I oh, have three. One for the cat. Five. <laughs> Five spoons. <laughs> He's got two so cats. One's a small one. One's a small one. <laughs> three are the same, and then there's one for uh, coffee. Soup. So one's one's for the tea. Yeah, and when they're all dirty, I got this big one, like enough for like scooping out <laughs> cat litter, <laughs> massive amounts. And when I'm all out, like I eat cereal with it. <laughs> you, use the cat spoon for your cereal. Are you that big spoon like the drain pasta? Yeah. <laughs> the luxurious life of a footballer. Thing in my mouth, it like my oh. cheeks are all popping out, trying to get the brand flakes down. <laughs> and you only end up getting five Cheerios because you it's a spoon so big. <laughs> When they have those those features or shows about famous footballers and where are they now? I want to oh, no. get that clip right there. Oh, <laughs> of no. Craig's description of eating cereal. 
<laughs> right there. That's what can. That's how you too can see your future as a professional footballer. Yeah. Uh, I'm better now. I've got about ten spoons and forks and. Hey, Jimmy, stop looking away from the computer. You look away, we don't hear you. He's looking to see what he doesn't have. No, because I'm looking to see what I got <laughs> and what I don't have. <laughs> I actually bought a spatula. Dollar, oh, Dollarama. Dollarama has everything, Jimmy. There you go. Yeah. It is footy prime. This is what we do in footy prime. Sometimes we talk football. Sometimes we talk about divorcees and their spatulas. It is, as I mentioned, international week. Which, which Craig and Jimmy, you, you played for your country proudly many, many times. What was the best part of International Week? I always think that it's when you first get in the room and you get given your gear, you know. Again, again, I grew up watching England, right? They probably got real gear, lots of gear. Was it that? Was it seeing the boys again? Was it the training? Was it the match itself? Like, what was the wasn't, highlight of International wasn't, Week? Wasn't the gear because we didn't really get much. <laughs> wasn't the gear. <laughs> it wasn't your score. Scorpion. Yeah, we're like Velcro numbers. I wasn't racing to get back home to get the gear. That's the Velcro. Yeah, I remember even getting some of the gear given to my dad. My dad's like, "What the fuck is this?" I know. It. Yeah, I felt bad giving my dad some of that stuff. (laughs) They didn't even give it away. It's still like it looks like brand new now. Like, right? It's just made out of this polyester that will be around for centuries. So it's yeah. not the gear. It wasn't the gear then. So what was it then? Oh, what was it was the lads. The most? Oh, you see the lads right away. It's like a, unbelievable. Well, you guys also, you two were playing in Europe. So you guys came home together, right? Like, yeah. was it a group? How many guys were playing in Europe that you said, hey, I'll meet you in London or let's take this flight, that kind of thing? There was a few. Yeah, and who was, was it? It was you, Jimmy. Who else? Carlo. Carlo. Wadi. Yeah. Wadi. Mark Watson and Bertram. And Jeff did you guys Holmes, have yeah. your own little group that you, because you, you went on this flight together, you'd already created your camaraderie? Oh, like no, you were already in it? Tight. Team yeah. was tight all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Our group was really, really tight. Yeah. It was, it was fun. It was always, it was always good um, because as soon as the list came out, and, you know, who's in the squad and everybody starts texting each other. And, you know, There's a few you might not want to room with. But oh, there was there was there was one that nobody wanted the room with. <laughs> yeah, who was that, Jimmy? And that was the the call that went in. <laughs> Don't put me with that guy. <laughs> was that the right back, Wankov? Uh, no. <laughs> Imhoff was, was a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> the man with no name. Yeah. You can't give us any any hints, any clues. Why, why, why was he not the guy you wanted to room with? <laughs> <laughs> what you, I can see him looking. He's actually looking at me. I know yeah, it. Look at these yeah, yeah. He's like, look the at that. guy. Go on, say something. Yeah. No. That's, that's for the, the inner circle football world. Is it? That's for the tell biography? Yeah. Which will be All out right. soon. Yeah. 2025. Where do you see my book? My book's gonna be brilliant. Is it being and written by guys, with, guys with niggles, right? So you got niggling injuries. So, say Alex McKechnie was a physio. You, everybody would pile into his room or rooms. He usually get two together so he can have his treatment and whatever. Push the bed aside. 
and we just used to hang in there and guys used to get put back together by Alex and we used to just chew the shit. It's great. You just go in there for banter, didn't you? Yeah. It almost seems a way like everybody, you just go to the physio room just to banter and hang out. Is that how it is? Yeah. Even in, even in training. Yeah. Oh, everybody used to go see the physios, have a laugh with them. They're, They're like the psychiatrists of the team, the physios. Yeah, they know everything that's going on. They know all the stories. They're the ones. Obviously, the trust, right? I guess. I mean, you're trusting your careers with these guys. Mm -hmm. Would your clubs give? Say, you went to an international window and you had a niggling injury. Would your club give directives as to how that would be treated, or would you keep that quiet from your club because otherwise, there's no way they let you go. If you're fully injured, you weren't going anywhere. You weren't going. Your your club wouldn't let you go. If if you weren't fit to play, they're not letting you go. No. But were the times though that that you were there's something wrong, not not terrible, but you didn't tell your club because you you wanted to get on the road with your boys for Canada. Mm, we always not, had some sort of knocks. As long as you could get through it, you yeah, you're just. There's, but there's always something. Yeah, like you wouldn't no, get a few, a few guys. A few guys would show up because, like, the appearance money, you know, a few thousand bucks, right? So there's a few guys that you know that was, you know, a big deal. I mean, it wasn't something to be laughed at. So had a few guys show up that were injured and took about five steps in the warm up and give it the old oh I rolled I went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. And if you get injured in the camp, well, then you still get covered for the appearance. <laughs> <laughs> no one of the CSAs broke. Frauds, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so ask me this, because I mean, we, we've all the biggest cliche in sports is, oh, you know, when you put that shirt on with the, your country's crest on it, or you have your flag, it's nothing like it in the world. You know, you you, you feel six inches taller. Everyone says it, no matter what country you play for. Tell me what it is actually like to put on that Canada shirt in, in a World Cup qualifier. You guys are proud Canadians. You, you know, you're very open about that. Did it really mean, did you feel different that shirt came on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was different class. Yeah, yeah different I love class. I did as well. I love putting on, the, putting on the jersey. I think there was one game, and it was a friendly when I was like, oh, get me out of here. Every other game was amazing. Like I loved, I loved playing for Canada. I loved representing the country, playing with the, playing with the guys, like Craig said, because we had such a close knit group. But we played, uh, we played Malta for uh, for a friendly one time, and I remember flying into Malta and what a beautiful country it was. You know, going around the village and you know you're walking into like little meat shops and cheese and wine shops and cafes and i was like wow what a what a beautiful place spatulas and we lined up <laughs> and i remember i remember we did the, yeah we did the warm-up <laughs> and we lined up and i seen these guys from malta playing malta playing and uh i'm looking i'm going i'm sure that's the guy that served us at the local coffee shop and one of the guys was like i'm sure that's the butcher that we walked in to see what meat they had. <laughs> they had everybody in the community that was playing. For, I don't think they had one professional player playing. Wow. And they ended up beating us. 
<laughs> and it was just one of those games where I was like, get me off this pitch. This is a nightmare. I don't even know how we ended up with that friendly against Malta, but it was it was terrible. I gotta look up Canada Malta now. Yeah, not kidding. I wasn't playing that one longer. <laughs> what was uh your, what was the best what's the best stadium you played in uh, internationally i know you mentioned the azteca as being really special craig um but is the one international stadium you played in that you thought man that's that's the one well azteca and you, and you can't say lamport azteca when they used to allow as many people in as they could if you see some of the photos it was just a they thought there was one hundred thirty thousand people in there azteca was amazing what a That's the one, that. right? That's the most iconic one. Right. And then with the history of it with Pele yeah. and Maradona, the hand of God. So I think the best ever game was there. Yeah. Osorio scored there. Jonathan Osorio scoring at Azteca. What a what a monumental achievement that is. Is it also is it also a shithole? My my kind of when I think of the Azteca, right, having never been in the Azteca or you know underground, it's this iconic stadium. It's huge. It's incredible. Such history, but in my mind, it must be a complete shithole in there. The the locker rooms, the facilities, or am I just being very uh, judgmental? No, it's history, man. It's pristine. But is it a shithole? Is it a shithole? Well, it wasn't exactly you know the when Raptors we- dressing room. Like when you see that, like it's no, it was pretty just standard. But what was really neat about it was, um, you're you're on the where this you have to go down this big ramp because it goes underneath the moat, and then you go up these spiral staircase. This is what it was like back then, and you came up the spiral staircase, and then you just start seeing these people as far up. You just as far like seeing, and they're just little like ants at the top of the stadium, and then they start whistling and all together at like when you're coming out to warm up, and it's just yeah. like wow. It was, it was I, think, I, I think the only thing you could say is like when you when you get to the stadium and you're you know you walk through the, the corridor you get into the dressing room and you're just sitting there and I remember going out for the you know you have your little walk and I was like looking around and going geez like the the games that have played here the people that have played on this pitch you know and if you can compare it to anything I, I guess it would be like playing you know at you know, for a baseball guy playing at Fenway Park or uh, at a hockey guy playing at the old Maple Leaf Gardens, you know, it's just those iconic stadiums where you're just like, wow, like mm-hmm. the amount of uh, amazing players that have, have graced this pitch and you're you're stepping onto it, you know. So you, you don't really – and I think if it's more modern and cool the way it is today, I don't think – it wouldn't have that, that prestige and that smell about it the way that mm-hmm. it is. The way it looks, it looks quite a bit different. It's gone through a few renovations. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, amazing. Amazing place. Canada's playing in Vienna on Friday against Qatar and then Bratislava next week against Uruguay. Two really, really challenging matches, actually. People forget about Qatar, how, how good they were at the Gold Cup. They're an excellent team that have been prepared for the World Cup, not to embarrass themselves, so... Good, good opponents. Um, the, the squad's interesting. Noah Tiba, we discussed that last time. Um, Luca Coliosho has been uh, picked once again. Him of Espanol. He's a teenager, and he's playing more minutes this year. I saw some highlights of the kid. He's, he's, he's really looks really impressive. Very young. 
um, and trying to find a way onto that World Cup squad. He's a dual wow. national. Sorry, my dogs are barking. He's a dual national, so the US want him as well, but they can't really offer him a World Cup, whereas Canada can say, listen, join us and you can come to a World Cup this year. Um, he hasn't made the squad yet, obviously, but I can't imagine how, how they won't pick him just because they want to get this guy cup tied. Um, is that enough of a carrot, do you think, for, for a player? Say it's USA or Canada, right? Usually the USA wins that battle, let's be honest, in, in, in years past. Um, but if you say to a kid, listen, you know, we can take you to a World Cup this year in a couple of months' time rather than going to the States and, and, and maybe never making a World Cup, Jimmy, would that be enough to convince you to make that choice? Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. If I was if I was at that age, and the Americans are going, ah, we're not sure if we're going to bring you or not, and the Canadians are going, you're coming into this squad and you're going to World Cup. I'm going. I'm going to the World Cup because then I'm looking at it now, going, okay, if I go to this World Cup and I keep performing the way that I am, I'm going to the next one, and then we're hosting. I'm going to be playing. One hundred percent, I would be. I would jump. I would jump on that train right away. I mean, look, as a, every footballer, their their dream is to play in a World Cup. You want to play it. That's you know, when you're a kid, you know, last last minute World Cup final, and the, crossing the ball in, having a strike in the back of the net. It's all about getting to a World Cup. So, if I'm him, yeah, I would one hundred percent. I would, especially when you look at the national team now, the Canadian team, and how good they are on paper and the players that they have, um, the young guys that are starting to come through. Yeah, I'm on it for sure. I would. And, and the only thing from like, John Herdman's point of view, he's not going to take him to the World Cup if he doesn't think he's got a part to play. Yeah. We're not in a position like that. Well, we want to tie him up for 26. He, no, he's going and he's thinking about 22. Yeah. So there's that too. But saying that down the road um if there's anybody going to sell him on uh, what's going on here in canada and with 26 obviously the u.s have it too but uh would be john herdman he has a very and the other players the other players will help the other players love john herdman they did they're all in and so they can sell on the player that this is a really great thing that's going on yeah yeah, I hope to see you can get some minutes. The way it works, though, with, with being uh, cap-tied now is uh, it doesn't matter how many friendlies or you play. No. It's all competitive games. And even then, if you play three competitive games, you can still choose a different nation to play for, especially at his age in particular. Um, so <laughs> it, it takes more than just qualifying for a World Cup and playing him, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about all that jumping around stuff. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be like it used to be years ago when you played for the youth team of a country you were tied. But I think even at the U20 level, I think that if you play a U20 World Cup for somebody, I think that should be good enough to tie you down. Yeah. Well, Coley Osho is born and, born and raised in Canada, right? Yeah. Uh, sorry, in the States, sorry. Yeah. He never lived here. Mm-hmm. I think his mom's Canadian. His dad's, I think, of Nigerian descent. Yeah. And, it's weird so. when someone says, oh, I'm Canadian and you're, you never lived in Canada. It's yeah. kind of like the opposite of the Len- – like I understand Lennox Lewis and I understand Greg Rosinski at the time, uh, Owen Owen Hargreaves, yeah. Hargreaves. Yeah. I get why they went and played. But if you grew up here, it would be weird to just say, hey, I'm playing on this other team. Do you know what? I'll, I'll tell you a story. Yeah. I was – I like uh, stories. 
when I was when I was younger, I was uh, 19. I got called up by the Republic of Ireland under 21s. And I got called up by the Scottish FA for the under 21s. Mm. And I wasn't getting in the, the national team at the time. I was playing Bristol City. Myself and a, a guy, Lewis Carey, um, we were we were going up to Scotland because what, what they wanted me to do was go up to Scotland to have a friendly. Then I was going to go to Ireland to have a friendly, and then I would just decide if I was going to play for the Republic or I was going to play for or for Scotland. And I ended up going to, to Scotland. And as I got there, they turned and said, you can't play. And I said, what do you mean I can't play? And they said, because you played for Canada in the under-17 World Cup when you were 16, was it 15 or 16 years old? And I remember my, my old man was calling because I think was Bobby Lenarduzzi at the time, I think was a manager of the national team. I wasn't even getting a sniff. And, you know, I was starting to break into the first team. And they called FIFA and FIFA went, no, nope, can't do anything about it. And then four years later, I think it was, when they came out with the, the ruling saying that you could play youth level at different in different countries and then decide where you wanted to, to play. Wow. And, and luckily for me, uh, Canada found out that I got called up to the Republic and Scotland. And then they called me in. Uh, when Holger took over, and then I got made my my debut against Northern Ireland. Do you ever th- do you ever think how things may have been different had he chosen Scotland and played for Scotland or? or yeah, I- yeah. Back then, yeah, it would have it would have made a big difference in my career. One hundred percent, it would. Um, just because of the fact that you're playing for one of those one of those countries in Europe, um, and Craig knows this as well. You know you. You know, we we represent represented Canada at the time, and I, and for me it was more. You know, I I'm a proud Canadian, but it was just it was career career decision thinking. Okay, if you if you get into one of these ones, your your moves are going to be better. They they look at you a lot different than what they do if you play for Canada. Because I remember you know playing for Canada and going into the dressing room, and they're just they're laughing. They're like, you guys should be playing fucking hockey, not not football. Right, because there was zero respect back then for for Canadian football. Mm-hmm. There was absolutely no respect for it whatsoever. Now the now the time's changing. You know, people are calling from from Europe now, saying, "Hey, what about this young player? And what's this kid in the CPL like?" And, you know, Did you like, have a UK passport? No, I had a Brit- uh, Republic. Oh, did Republic you? of okay. Ireland passport. So I'm a dual citizen. So, so quotas weren't an issue then, Ireland. as far as. What's you that? fit into the team. Then the quotas, the European or non-British quotas weren't yeah. an issue. And because my mum was Scottish, and that's why I, I could play in uh, mm-hmm. in Scotland. Same with me. My, my grandparents were on one side were born there, so that gave me a, a work permit. Otherwise, I'd, very difficult to get in. Crazy, eh? Wow. Mm. Not yeah. easy. The things you have to deal with that you don't really hear about on the surface. Yeah. Craig, were you uh, were you playing when the Owen Hargreaves situation was going on with Canada, or was that just after you? I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he was, was, it, was it a talking point in the room? Do you remember? Not really. No. 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 I think. Look, let's let's be honest, right? Where where Canada was at the time. Um, look, we're we're all we're all proud to be to be Canadian. Right, wherever we travel in the world, but career-wise, this guy had an opportunity to play for England. 
go to World Cup, European Championship. You know, you, you can see why he was like, okay, I'm going to go. I think now that the, the times have changed with the players that we have and Canadian players are going, no, no, we, we, got, a, we got a great squad. Now's, now's the time. Now's the time to, to play for Canada. Well, and you, you enticed a lot of the players into this one because having 26 as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's so, so different now. Yeah, so, so different. Because you've you got to think too, and like a lot of people don't realize, like back then, imagine Oren Hargraves playing for, for our national team. And you got a squad of 18, 12 of them are playing, you know, maybe six are playing in Europe, handful playing in North America. And then unattached. think how many times we had unattached players. Like, how's that beneficial for you as a player who's mm-hmm. top quality playing at Man United or Bayern Munich? And a very oh, small portion of people yeah. give a shit. I, I thought he was treated so poorly by by a lot of the Canadian fans. I know they hated him. He's a prior. I totally yeah. understood why he did what he did. You got to think out for yourself sometimes. And, and like you said, the program was a mess. Yeah. And I think sure. and, and, the vast majority of those bloody fans who were so hard on Hargreaves would have done the exact same thing in this situation. Yeah, when they, but one of the things about him was like, I did, you know, people were saying, wow, they, they had a chance and the, he got let go from a U16 team or something like that. And it's like, well, that's bullshit. Like, it just, like that may be the case, but that doesn't mean anything there's a lot of players get let go at that age and turn out to be fantastic players later on for sure i don't blame the coach on that every coach you could say at times jimmy if you're there around long enough you're going to let players go along they're going to go somewhere and excel you know i got i got cut from the provincial team ontario provincial team three times there you go three times i got cut not good enough not good enough not good enough and then finally there was one guy eddie mcbride that took a gamble and said, right, I'll bring you on. Then I ended up going with the under-17 World Cup. And then that was it. My career went off. But I had numerous... Which talked you over because of Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) But I had numerous managers before that that, you know... Didn't didn't rate me, but it it depends on it depends on the 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 manager and who he is and what players that he likes. You know, he looks at you know what what your attributes are and what you can offer the team and everybody's got their own style of play and philosophies and you know this but you you can't blame the coach you can't blame the coach well looking back jimmy do do you understand why you were cut or was it you know a poor choice at that time no, it was a, uh, it was definitely a poor choice. <laughs> I didn't know what talking about at all. <laughs> any of no, your teammates on, on those teams? No. Did any of them make it? Yeah, I mean, back then, you know, I no. Paul well, I had Paul Salteri, Jason. Bennett, oh, was he on your team? Yeah, yeah. So those those guys were on, on my my team when I was growing up, but. You know, we, uh, I mean, we all grew up together, but, you know, everybody, everybody takes a, everybody takes time to develop, right? Um, you know, and, you know, when you, when you're judging players at 14, 15, 16, yeah, you, you can see some potential and some coaches see it, some coaches don't. Um, but you've also, as an individual and as a player, like I, I could have easily walked away and went, oh, I got a cup from provincial team. I don't want to play football anymore. Right. I look at it. And now this is, I mean, look, you can't cut anybody. You can't cut players. and So I don't under how, understand how they can be resilient and go push themselves and, and be determined after it. Where I got cut and I was like, 
no, I can't accept that. I, I need to make this team. And I went back out again. I didn't make it. I was like, I was, no, I, I need to make this. And I was out every night running, kicking the ball against the wall. And I was doing whatever I could because I knew this is what I wanted to do. And eventually I made it. But if I didn't have, if I didn't have someone telling me I'm not good enough and I didn't have someone saying to me, you're getting, you're getting cut because you don't fit into this team. Well, if, if I, if I can't handle that at that young age, how am I going to handle it when I'm in a, at, at the pro level? And then when I went to the pro level and I got a manager going, you're not playing today because you, you're not fit enough or you're not good enough. Okay. Well, I've been in this situation before, so I'm going to go at it again. And I, you get back and you, you work even harder. And that's, that's professional football. So if you want to be a professional footballer, you're going to get setbacks across the board. You're going to have managers that come in that don't like you. At every level. At every level. That don't feel that you, you're, you know, you're ready or you got to work harder. Mm-hmm. But if, if I didn't have that provincial team telling me I wasn't good enough when I was younger and with my mindset saying, no, I can't accept that. I need to, I need to push myself now. And I remember when I come back in the car, my dad was like, you okay? And I was like, no, fuck yeah, I'm okay. I'm all right. I know what I got to do. I got to work harder. This is what I want. I've been told I'm not good enough. Well, I need to prove people wrong and I need to prove myself right. And that night I went out, I ran the next day. I was kicking the ball, training harder, harder and harder until I got my next opportunity. But if you just say, Hey, everybody welcome. And you're, you're, you're going to be a professional and you're, you're okay. And you've made the team. Well, fuck. How does that, how does that prepare you? It doesn't prepare you. It doesn't prepare you at all. Because when you get to the pro level, you're going to cry. But the pro level, cutthroat. It is the worst. Isn't it? Like how harsh is it at the pro level? It's oh cutthroat, but the provincial team did me a favor. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, I have to say, man, that was cool. very knowing you right now. I think you were more mature at sixteen than you are now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's funny how I can switch it on backwards. and off. Oh yeah, I can switch it on and off, and I got to be serious. It's time. Oh fuck, the spatula, you know. Yeah. After, the, after the first podcast you're on, Jimmy, you know, and as a guest, you didn't come back for a few weeks. Were you each night like practicing, you know, talking to the computer, doing your research, saying, I, I must get back in that show. Fuck those guys. They don't know what they're missing. I'll be honest with you. I want to fuck all to do with the show. I'm not talking to those plums again. <laughs> Yeah, here you are, Jimmy. Here you are. Right? In- inviting Wander <laughs> over to the pool. Suck me back in. <laughs> all about options, Jimmy. Yep. <laughs> the best option you got right now, brother. <laughs> hey, it's actually, you know what? Uh, it's a good segue. You know, EA, uh, FIFA, um, the new ratings came out, right? And it always makes news. Players pissed off. They're not highly rated enough. Got me thinking, what should our ratings be for the pod ratings? When, when, when EA Sports brings out podcast right mm. so i've got some i got some uh different ratings here and you can discuss amongst yourselves who should be where all right so this is for the new ea sports podcast game right where are your ratings um who should have the highest rating for the ability to to answer a question correctly <laughs> right that's what i thought yeah brendan brendan yeah because he listens we, yeah. Well, that and he also, if we're if we're thrown, he knows the most about soccer, football, and stats. Does he not? 
Stats wise, he, yeah. he watches yeah. the most leagues. Like he, yeah, he watches mm. everything. Out of all of us, he has the, the less of a life than the rest of us. I think so. Yeah. He gets to watch a lot more than us. I think that's yeah. what it comes down to. Um, <laughs> who has the, the the best ability to let the host end the podcast cleanly? <laughs> I know who the lowest is. It's not fucking Forrest. No. It's free. <laughs> try no, and get off either. either. Oh, try and get off the phone with Forrest. That thing. Is yeah. Keep going. It's definitely yeah. Craig and Craig and Wonga, like very lowly rated there. Probably. Yeah. Jimmy's 20s. fine. He's. Let's Jimmy's shoot. ready to go. He's oh yeah. Like, when you hit forty-five, I'm like, let's go. Yeah. He's <laughs> cut it off. <laughs> also, openers too often. Craig's good at you know. I'll start a. a conversation and there'll be another topic like way down the list and he'll he'll jump there he'll find a way and it'll be smooth he'll find a way to get there which mm. will just eliminate the next like seven questions i have he's good at that so you're well, like okay, an eight uh, out of ten time, 80 percent for fucking up the podcast order this time i'll go back <laughs> to uh joel waterman <laughs> thank you thank you okay you read you did read the lineup <laughs> hey that's oh. me progress yeah see? progress jimmy's looking at it right now i can see him <laughs> joel waterman called up to the squad no looking for his first cap good for him and a real good season he partners kamar miller in montreal of course um, he's a good player alistair johnson there as well is that a good thing i mean montreal's defense has been pretty bad this year they're a good team don't get me wrong but defensively leads to a lot of goals so when i first saw oh yeah miller and uh waterman that could be a potential intriguing combination for canada at the World Cup, especially Victoria can't play every single game, right? But they are conceding lots of goals in Montreal. So is that still the area of concern for you for Canada? Is it at the back? I think it's the way that they play too, right? They're they're very they want to get forward. They go in numbers. Sometimes they're a little bit stretched and a little bit open and it leaves the defenders a little bit isolated at times. Right? So, you know, they're they're under pressure, but you know, they they try to handle it as well as they can. Um, but the way Montreal plays as well is, you know, when we go, we go. And everybody's going forward. So that's why they, they got caught out a few times. You know when the other teams in that group that Canada are playing will be, you know, looking at Canada and these players and where they're playing in league football and thinking that they were going to have an opportunity that they have to be a little bit soft at the back as well as Victoria has done. Um, yeah. He's not getting younger. He's done incredibly well. But, I mean, we're talking about Tier 1A players. Yeah. And uh, he's going to need some protection around him. No, that's – I think Greg's 100% right. I think when, you know, teams are looking at our, our our attacking unit that we have going forward, you know, on paper, we're we're very good. We're dynamite. And I think that's going to that's gonna scare quite a few teams – but on the flip side of that, I think they'll be looking at us defensively, thinking, okay, well, we're going to get opportunities with these guys. And I think John Herman will know that. You know, he's calculated enough where he'll probably be looking going, you know, we we can go forward, but we've, we've got to sense danger and we got to make sure that we're defensively sound because if we do lose possession, we can't be open because if we're open, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, JC's popped up. JC in the house. Hey, JC. You're making me very uh, uncomfortable there with your hand gestures. It was. I couldn't even look while I was talking. Continue. Hey, do you have an opening for us, JC? Do I have an opening for you? Yeah, because we we hadn't heard it, 
We assume you did. So we Wait. just said it was great, but we didn't know did, what it was. Did Dan Wong not play the opening? No, he laughed at it, though. Well, first of all, can you unmute himself you're, you're like a, the longer. proper producer that he is? I hate to I hate to jump in here. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I, I love what you were saying. I do. It didn't come to my email. For God's sakes. Jimmy, I'm so sorry to interrupt. It seemed like what you were saying was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> He's such a cop. John Herdman would agree, like... <laughs> Uh, John Herdman. Yeah, he'd really been. It's like it was really, really exciting. <laughs> Hold on. Did you really not get the opening? This was I a didn't very get the opening. Oh my! This one was pulled straight out of Dan's mail sack. Oh, I went deep sack. into Dan's mail. Sack. Well, let's let's play it. Do you have it now, Wongan? Can you play, it, play now? it now? I don't have it. I don't have. Oh my! Can you play it, JC? Yeah, maybe I didn't send it. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll try and find Thanks it. Thanks for joining. We'll play, we'll, we'll play it in the beginning of the show. Thanks, Gregor. Well. Yes. You play it in the beginning of the show as per usual, because that, that will then make our opening make sense, and then we'll react to it when we play it again shortly. Uh, wonder, wonderful. And for the record, this is all part of the show. I don't want any of this. Cut. This was in the rundown, I think we said. Yeah, right? it is. I, JC I said... arrives and fucks everything up. Yep, right there. So, <laughs> item 6A. <laughs> Yeah, that's well, how we roll in the rundown. Well, while while you look for that, JC um, Wonger, you you had a you had found it interesting, and actually it is interesting right now with the World Cup approaching, a lot of political oh. um, shenanigans going on between FIFA, Qatar, the various federations, teams. Um, the One Love campaign is rainbow armbands for captains, right? A really good initiative, right? All the top nations have come together and saying we want this. And now it's up to FIFA, who in the past have deemed that a political gesture and haven't allowed it. So right now, the emphasis is on FIFA, um, who are, <laughs> so what, in an uncomfortable position, given Qatar's, shall we say, somewhat questionable moral code. Um, what's the solution here, Wonga? Surely it's just FIFA to do the right thing. Oh, yeah. Look, this is, uh, this is one of those karmic karmic uh rebounds right like you give this country who has horrible rights uh human rights for lesbian gay trans and now it's a thing so i don't know what fifa does because fifa is emboldened by money that's all they are so do they do the right thing of course they don't do the right thing they pacify qatar and qatar gets to do what they want what they'll do is kind of what they are, are talking about with the drinking, right? You can do it on the days that England plays, but otherwise you can't drink or whatever they're going to be doing. You know, they, they have their strict rules. And I'm good. By they, the way, if I end up going there, Craig, I'm going to challenge that. You're going to drink everywhere? And my bet is that it's going to go along perfectly well. They're going to allow all of this they didn't pay all this money for their country to be seen in a bad light that's mm. the whole fucking point so they'll let this all slide all of it for drinking even like the unless they're disorderly like a bunch of brits but imagine a bunch what? of a half a dozen jimmies running around they get arrested wouldn't you what, what, what do you mean you're gonna challenge it sharms i'm gonna drink every day Wherever Longer, I want. I'm going to put dibs on an, uh, 
on Charms' shares in the company. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back. He's not Jimmy's going to throw it over the government. Because he'll be locked up for 30 years, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be hilarious for the podcast, eh? Hey, Charms, yeah. he's, been, he's been done for 30 years in Qatar. Yeah. It's hilarious. Give them the address we're all staying at, and the next thing I know, it's like all these moral police show up. Well, we're going to be uh, trending in Qatar on the on the podcast. All of a sudden, we'll be number sixty two again. Listen, we're not there yet. I, I, I think it's difficult. Um, I think it's difficult for FIFA as well, guys. And I think you, we, we got to understand that. And I'm sure there's a lot of you know political issues that they would love to get behind. But you know, if FIFA, one of the biggest governing bodies in world sport, get behind one issue, where you've opened a can of worms, and where does it stop? But well, it's, you're talking about Jimmy, on, I got to say, it's Jimmy, it's not just in world sport. It's probably in the world. Yeah. FIFA is probably more powerful than 60, 70 countries in the world. If yeah. FIFA puts their foot down in, and it happens to interfere with, you know, a smaller country that doesn't have a huge GDP or or pull in the world. I would I would put it out there that, that FIFA and the governing body is even higher than a lot of countries. Yeah, I think you're right. I, no, I think also most associations right. don't really give a shit, but now they feel they have to do something. The FA, for example, are, are going to lobby FIFA for an update on new legislation for migrant workers in Qatar and the compensation for any injury or death during construction. So now they're saying it all the right things now. If they wanted to make a real stand, they would have said, well, no, we're not going there. But no one's yeah. going to say that. I think Norway said that, but they didn't qualify, so they can say that. Easy for them to say that, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it's so. even it's it's like UEFA as well. UEFA, you know, they they try not get involved in anything political. And did they not say to Rangers, "You you can't sing God Save the Queen"? And Rangers went ahead and sang it. Yeah, good for right. them. Yeah. Yep. It's, like, what did it? Does anybody know what the punishment was? Like, what? I think it's a fine. I'm not sure what it is, but it's a fine. And then the Celtic fine. game was the opposite, all anti-royal. <laughs> yeah. But I get it. Like you know, Chelsea you know, didn't you know, even, even on football jerseys, international, and they, they, yeah. no, nobody can have, uh, you know, sponsorships, yeah. and nobody can have this. And I think they're just trying to remain neutral, just so that they say, okay, it's football, that's it, nothing else. And but if somebody goes crazy in the, these racial shit that we see all the time, they're pretty light on that. But hell, if you have a a fucking gambling company or something or something that doesn't align, is if it's not their gambling company, yeah, they'll come down hard on you. Oh, you have been that before. Biggest like hypocrites three, in World three sport. times the amount of fines for showing another advertiser because they're worried about protecting their advertisers more than they are about anything else. Yeah, yeah but stick your right arm up in the air, you know, and, and scream to see Kyle. That's fine. We'll just give you a little fine. May, maybe a game behind closed doors. Maybe, you know, yeah. it's, it's all bullshit. Um, speaking of sponsorships, Kylian Mbappe. Did you see this? He's refused to uh, attend some France national team events um, as he disputes the sponsors they're using. I think some fast food companies, KFC was mentioned, uh, some gambling companies. He, he These aren't um, uh, sponsors he supports. And Why not? KFC and gambling? Well, That's the best say, thing ever. I have to say, oh, I like this. Shit. I, I, what I get a this because boring you know, individual. All you need is that and Fubo TV, and you're away. <laughs> you're telling me a, a nice chicken sandwich oh. and having a bet on a Sunday? Oh, 
Mbappe well, doesn't know what Mbappe, he's talking apparently. about. It's his moral code. Of, he won't touch what it. Kind of, what kind of life does this guy live? I don't know. Do you get it though? Well, do, you, do you support his right to say, "Well, whether whether you agree with his yes, stand?" Yes, I do. Yeah, I do he's do got that well. platform, right? He has a power to do. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm with you, Craig. But what's yeah, it going to do? Is he going to change anything? No, but he's you can't. Force no, no, I totally get it. But yeah. he can speak up and say whatever he wants. But hey, listen, Wonga, if there's one, if there's one little tubby French kid who loves Mbappe and loves his KFC. And now questions, maybe I won't eat that after all. No, no, no. He won't. Are you he talking won't. about Dan Wong? No, no exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a chubby German. <laughs> chubby German. I have to tell you, man, I'm not giving up my KFC if Mbappe is my favorite player. I don't care. I'm, mm. eat, I'm giving I'm up I'm not Mbappe. giving up the fact that you're German. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going by what the Germans say about you. I'm telling you, no, I, you're German. Mother's not German. Mother's not German. Father's not German. You're not German. <laughs> He's Austrian, no? Knowledge Dan was born in Germany. <laughs> Imagine though being so rich that you had that moral fiber that you can say, I'm gonna turn oh. down money. Because it, I mean, there's not like we discussed this before on this show, that there's nothing well, I'll say it for myself, there's nothing I'd say no to. If it means money. Hey, Sharps, <laughs> JC just put up PFK. And I think Jesus. PFK in our little chat, PFK is poulet frit a la Kentucky. That sounds just like KFC. That, that's what it is. It's the French Kentucky fried chicken. And that's yeah. why they changed. No, I think it was from, them. I, I'm not sure for sure. So if, if it is KFC, K, I, I think apologize. It was too. I think it was, though. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it was about yeah. the... The Big Mac and how it's called the or no the the quarter pounder is called the Le Royale. Le Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. Of the, metric, of the metric system. According to John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> is that even true? We never looked that up. Yeah, I wonder. Still, I mean, I yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Craig. I kind of support him. Why why should he be forced to, you know, celebrate something he doesn't agree with? Yeah. Well, remember when? Uh, so is Ronaldo he going to go to the World Cup then? Yeah. Oh no, he'll go to the World Cup. Oh, because... oh right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, I remember I'm, Ronaldo I'm, didn't want the cokes in front of him. Yeah. I'm I'm a firm believer as well. That's Look, right. You know, you as if if an organization says this is our sponsor and you got a foot uh, a couple of players that don't believe or want to promote it, they're totally totally right to do so. I believe that anyways, because that's that's your opinion. If you don't agree with something and, and if, you don't, too, if, you don't, if, if you don't drink something, if you don't drink something, you don't eat something, you don't gamble and you don't want to promote it. You're totally within your right not to do it. Mm. Why, why are you forced to go do it? Oh, I, I, I don't, don't disagree with you. Yeah. If I don't drink something, why the hell am I promoting that? But he's, he's drawing a lot of the World Cup. But there are consequences, right? That's all. Well, yeah, okay. Pay the yeah, consequences. He's, he's like, with, with your with, values. His concern with trans fats is, is far superior than his concern for migrant workers' rights. Oh, I don't know about that. Fucking hell. Well, he's going to the World Cup, isn't he? You know, He's going to the World Cup. He's not standing up against that, saying, I'm not going. I'm for, Done. you know, I'm for gay rights. I'm not saying that. I think he's taking the I wrong know. side, anyways. Anyone who doesn't want to talk about KFC in a bucket, come on, man. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, well, exactly. name, okay, boys, name me name me one product that if we came to you and said, "Listen, these guys want to sponsor Footy Prime," is there one product out there that you'd say, "No, I'm sorry, I, I just can't get behind that." 
Mm. Is it what about what if it's something that we could get in front of? I think I think that everything, absolutely, just about everything. If you dig deep enough, there's something in there that's not quite right about them. You know, that's why I said we're all hypocrites, right? To a certain degree, right? Oh yeah. And so, what do you mean? So, get in front of. I mean, there's certain things that you wouldn't want to get behind, but some things that you wouldn't really mind being. You know, in front of. I think there's a bit here. I think this is a bit. It's not a bit. It's just that the use. I mean, think about it. I mean, there are certain. Where are you going with this, JC? Well, that's all for you and the listeners to figure out for themselves. I'm not saying that there's a specific one. Uh, there's things that there's also things that you would get behind that you would never want to get in front of. See, there's certain key key words here that you're you're throwing yes, out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. B in the house. Yeah. He knows. Like a like a like a horse. <laughs> I don't want to. Cheap. This is true. I wouldn't trust a horse to be behind me, but I I'd get behind a horse. Well, then you get kicked in the chops. Take your pick. Well, there's the difference. Hey, are, we, are we over? Are we over a cliff, or are we not over a cliff? When we're talking about. It? See, there it is. See, are we going to drown? That's what we're talking about. You never know. Leading up, see, there are all these different situations, and I kind of I, I think that's kind of it with with different you know uh, sponsorships. Someone who could be against KFC might be a moral thing against uh, about against meat, but someone who uh, is is okay with it might be it's just it's not their cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? Like, but also if KFC came out with a cup of tea, I'd probably try it. Made out of chicken. Oh. Well, made out of the set nine or eleven herbs and spices. Well, I don't uh, like I don't like McDonald's at all. But, I but like would you coffee. would would you take a, a sponsorship? From McDonald's, like, mm, I love this Big Mac. Home. Yeah, because then he could afford another relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. I would say no, no McDonald's. I'll, I'll, I'll sponsor your coffee, but not your Big Mac. All right. So, so Wonga, when McDonald's call and offer us, yep. you know, a meal. It's being shared just between five of us now, not six. That's right. Because Jimmy's and not he gets, he gets the free coffee. He gets the free coffee card. Get the happy meal. Yeah. Hey, you All you can drink coffee. You guys the can be fun. The opening. What you buy, James Sharman? Oh, it's, you guys oh, it's, all the it's there. I won't eat it. I just don't like this. Not that let's, I uh, let's play the opener now. Like let's play it. Dan, hear this. Dan, would you like to play it or shall I play it? You play it, JC. It's easier for you. I'm trying to find our mail sack. Well, this, I lost it. Th- this is the best of Dan Wong's mail sack, to be fair. Hmm. You know, we here at Footy Prime, the podcast, receive thousands of messages every day from fans just like you telling us how much you love our program. But don't take my word for it. I just love that they cover all the leagues and all the teams that I really care about. What a great show. The guests they have are like the best in the business. It's like, how do they even do it? I, I don't know. All my bets are based on footy picks. <laughs> I might need to change that. I really feel like I'm part of the gang, even if they won't return my phone calls or answer the window when I knock on it at night. Jimmy gives me feelings down there, and like not good feelings. Like I, I've been to the doctor. Jimmy, you need to go to the doctor. I thought this was a podiatry podcast. This sucks, and I even like football. What the hell kind of bullshit is this? The only reason I list this podcast is to figure out where the crack forest is. He owes me six hundred forty dollars. I don't care if it's your birthday. I'm gonna stack you up, stack Dan Wong stole my wife. Thank you for all. All the love from James, Jimmy, Dan, Craig, Brendan,
Brandon and that other guy. Keep on listening, and let's get this party started. I can't believe they pay me to say this bullshit. This show's garbage. What do you mean the microphone's still on? <laughs> that was worth the wait. That was worth the wait. <laughs> really was. That was brilliant. Brilliant. That's a great segue, even... too. I think, I think Jamie was just trying to cover the fact that, you know, some gal was calling him out like, yo, Jamie, go to the doctor. Also, can I just say, Jimmy, your hair is getting long, bro. I know. I'm going to go get a cut tomorrow. I got uh, I go to a place called Hair Queen, which is really, really good. Uh, this girl named Faye cuts it. I'm going to go see her tomorrow. Does, huh? Faye, does Faye do a good Faye? She does. She's awesome. Yeah, really good. I got to go see her tomorrow. Faye should sponsor us now. That's a free plug right there. Well, it's a great segue into to Wonga's big old male sack. Can you dig in there today, Wonger? Uh, oh, I'm some? digging. I had a, I had one, but from Jasper. So here's a real question. He basically asked A to F rank Bob Bradley's uh, success this year, giving an A to F as the manager, as the gaffer, and as the sports director. So, Craig, go first. How do you feel about how he did this year, with TFC? I don't think you can put a lot of blame on them, actually. I think it ended up being a little bit of a disaster on the field, but I don't think that was a down to them. Just part of sports. I thought they've done a decent job, and we'll see at the end of next year. Let's give them a little bit of slack on that one. So A to F, B minus? I'm going to push you. Make, I'll give make you a B minus. Sure. That's a good right. one. Prince Andrew? Um, James Sharms. He gets an F. Oh, oh, you mean Sharms? Oh, yeah. I think his name Andrew's is Andrew. Well, what caused the problem a, in the first place? Your first name's Andrew, right? It is, yeah. Andrew James Sharman, right? Yeah. That's right. Why don't you what? call yourself Andy? Ask my fucking parents. I don't know. I have well, no identity. I, mean, like, I don't understand why you get called Andrew spot. James and then they call you James. I know. I, I don't understand it. Honestly, I, I get it now. Time. Maybe they knew it was going to happen. They just like, no, stay away from that. So who wanted Andrew? Your mom so, your dad. Uh, so my dad didn't care, like most dads, right? Um, a Andrew James Sharman is AJS. The initials are an old British motorcycle. My dad's a, a motorbike obsessive. So when my mom suggested a Andrew James, he went, yeah, sure, let's go with that. Love it. AJS, motorbike. Um, why they called me actually Jamie for the first freaking 10 years of my life. Why? I don't know. Just to fuck with me, I think. Yeah. At least you didn't call you by the motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. I got James Gerald. James Gerald? Jimmy yeah. G. Because Gerald was a priest that blessed my father. And then Jeez. they put James Gerald. So I got the same name as my old man. I bet he did. Yeah, I was so going to say, what, was, what does that mean? Blessed. Yeah. Is that in quotation marks? He blessed yeah. my father? Yeah. yeah. A lot of touching going on. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Crazy. Sure. My name is Lorne. Lorne. Yeah, your middle, your what's Lorne? What's that? My middle, my middle name is Lorne. Oh, I knew that. It's From his dad. Your dad. And in right? England, when I they would ask what it is, and they'd be like, Craig Lawn Forest. Like what the? F <laughs> no, Lorne, not Lawn. It's a lot of foliage then in, in that name, isn't there? Lorne, grass and trees. You can pass as a Lorne. Hey, Lorne. Maybe that's you your new name moving forward. Lorne. Reinvent yourself, Craig. Lawn Forest. I like it. Yeah. JC, what's your middle name? Jeff Cole. I'm going to say it's going to be something like Robert. 
I'm going to say Duke. Duke? Well, you're kind of both right. So Jeff my, Duke Cole. Well, <laughs> so my my father's name was Robert. So it very well could have been. And Bob Duke, Cole, like the, the, the hockey announcer? Bob Cole, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. oh it could, baby, it's a name. It could have very well been. And Jimmy, you're very close because my middle name is Duked. <laughs> like as in, you've been duked. <laughs> Jeff duped Cole. Duped. Hey, there comes old duped. What happened oh, to you? Could have been duped. I could have been bagger. Well, actually, it's it's it is David. Jeff bagger Cole. David Lumpa. Oh, I so wanted to. So if I have a, like a, a boy, I want to name him Lumpa. Lumpa Cole. And then I'll <laughs> shove him in a stocking and throw him off a bridge. <laughs> That's nice. Wonga, so I'm hoping that your name, like you're proudly, you know, Canadian, German, Chinese, it's, it's, uh, and it's numerous. Fr- yeah, so this what's is your, a, I hope it's a German. I really no, hope it's a German a, no, name. No, no, it's, it's full. Remember, my mom was French Canadian. Uh, uh, so it's so not Adolf. No, Danielle. Dan shows, my name is Danielle. Danielle. That was what my parents called me, was Danielle. And it's yeah. Joseph. It says Danielle Joseph Wong. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> it's Daniel Joseph Wong. Yeah, only okay. in only in Ontario. Don't, don't, don't come up with the fancy shit. It's Daniel it Joseph fancy. Wong. My All parents right. call me Danielle. Both my mom and dad. I was Danielle. Right. Okay, Daniel Joseph. Name? No, Wong. not Daniel. If it was Daniel, it's Danielle. Danielle. It's the yeah. way you're pronouncing it. Spell it same fucking way as you spell Daniel. <laughs> it was a French. So it's a French. It's like it was. It's like guy. My brother. Oh, is, we call it Guy. My brother is Norma. So Norm is Norma with an A N D, which is not usually like it's a French spelling. So we like we all, but we're all named. We were all very Catholic. Our middle names and in, in the tradition was to, Joseph was the middle name. So we're all named. Norm, Dan, and Ken, Joseph Wong. We all have the same middle name. Well, that's really interesting. Yeah. Right, can <laughs> I go, hey, can we go back to the, the question? Because I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, it's Charms. It's Charms' turn. I want you to go last, Jimmy. I want you to go last because you, um, you're a little more invested. I see. Yeah, I'm kind of with Craig. It's not his fault. I mean, I thought he did a decent job bringing the kids in early in the season. Um, they w- weren't getting many points, but what do you want? He then brings in the superstars, and they gelled really quickly. They scored goals, did their job. Is mm. defensively they were horrible. It wasn't his fault that Bono forgot how to ten goal. How you know the back four were just appallingly bad the last you know three or four games. So I give him a I give him a C as a coach. You know in the end the team did fail, right? So you can't give him much more than that. And as sporting director, if if we obviously signing in senior these boys wasn't Bob Bradley's doing, but if we're looking at the guys he brought in, Mark Anthony K, I'm assuming was his. Because he coached him before, I think he'll be a great signing. So I'll give him a give him a B for the sporting director. That's fair, Jimmy. Gaffer and sporting director, two different jobs, two different grades. Um, I'm gonna go. I'll go B and B, and simply because of the fact that I think they've they've done well with the recruitment. I think that. And I know, in fact, when we spoke at the beginning of the season, we said that he's not going to be judged on this season. It's going to be next season where everything's going to be on him. And 
I think he had a great bit of trial and error with the with the young boys. Give them opportunities to see will they succeed, which players he likes, which players he doesn't like. Some some really showed well, others didn't. But then you could see the difference as well once the other players started coming in towards the end of the season. You could see the dynamic changing, the way that they played going forward. I thought they were a lot, lot better than what they were. I, I do think they need a, I think they need a keeper. I think they need center backs. And if they can get that right with the squad that they have in front of them, maybe another center midfielder to help out. And obviously Anthony Kay was, was missing um, just to give them a little bit more depth then I think they're going to be dangerous. I think they'll be very, very good next season. And I think if if Bob Stolle and the rest of the coaching staff can get them um, through a good preseason, keep everybody healthy, I think you're going to see a completely different squad than what you saw this year. That was great analysis. And we already spoke about that. They need a we couple about this at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's very good. Anything else like to, from the sack? Yeah, I, I always like to bring out a, uh, something fun. So five stars from Apple Review from Jhod28. Great mix of footy and laughs. A must-listen featuring Canadian soccer greats Brennan and Forrest. Dunlop Sharman co-hosting with a mix of comedy tales and insights. I just wish Dan Wong's sack was explored more frequently. <laughs> <laughs> so does so Dan Wong. Dan. So does Dan. <laughs> Jeez, someone's listening in to our, our, our pre, pre-record. We could have a, have a contest where a, a lucky winner can come over and, and stick their hands into Wonga's sack and pull out some, some feedback. Jeez. Yeah, that might be interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. Alone? How's... <laughs> wow, you need Father Gerard to do that. <laughs> um. Hey, Wonga, how's the uh, you, you put a post up or someone did asking who the listener's favorite footy primer was? Craig is any, coming, any Craig and Jimmy. Craig and Jimmy are coming in one and two. Are they? Yeah. Thought so. Yeah, what was the ex athletes? Eh? Oh, you played for Canada. Although, there was a couple Wongers and a couple Sharms. Sort of fight. Well, I didn't do it. It was sitting there. Someone else Who did. Was it you, that? Charms, or was it, it wasn't uh, me, no. Brendan? It was B. B's well, that's, to... that's, that's backfired, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely, that's why he's not on the show tonight. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to get no people to him. join up Twitter. <laughs> I'll prove these guys wrong. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. And <laughs> I also I want a Twitter handles with like one follower, and it'll be like all these bots. He's right. bought bots. Just yeah, Brendan yeah. Dunlop. Oh, Brendan Dunlop. He's the best. Oh, he's awesome. <laughs> His hair's great. Want to give a big shout out to the Footy Prime Supporters Club or Club or something like that. I think it's the club. Anyways, uh, they're magnificent. They made me laugh all last night. We were texting back and forth. So, Carrie, Starks, Jay Rourke, God, everybody, Scott Thompson, everybody was on that one. Uh, Alan Scholes. There's 47. I saw it today. I checked for the first time. There's 47 followers now. Yeah, Kula. There's lots of. I mean, it's just it's a group of people who really enjoy uh, football in Canada, and they enjoy our ridiculous banter. And I saw Jimmy called us idiots. Have our Twitter handle. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Jimmy called us idiots because of our Siamese penis uh, twins thing. Yeah, that's right. Because Jimmy wasn't there. I tell you one thing too, though, about the the supporter group that we have. Yeah. 
they've got good banter, man. They're That's, great. They're funny they do people. Fantastic yeah. people. They're funny. I, I like I like to f- watch and listen what they're writing about. They, yeah, they're fantastic. They're funny people. I'll give they them write that. real good. Bobby, okay, they, fellas. They, well, hey, um, they're not funny. They're not following us. That's yeah, true. That's true. They get it. They get it. All right, boys. Well, we're out of time. Um, as uh, we've discussed, it's an international break. No Premier League this weekend. However, lots of Premier League coverage on Fubo TV. So make sure you subscribe to FuboTV.com slash Footy Prime. Uh, tons of Premier League TV content there. Um, yeah, you can also actually catch Canada's match this Friday against Qatar on One Soccer, which you can find on Fubo TV. There you go. And Doug Simonite. I want to say that too. I forgot to say Doug. There's others we've forgotten about. Bergs, Bergman. Yeah, Bergman. Bergman, Bergman. In, the, Bergman in the garage. There's Bergman, others we've forgotten, good, but we'll get to at some point. Too. They all got good banter, man. They're funny. They yeah. fit in well. We'll do the uh, the Cross Canada tour at some point, and we'll we'll stop off in all their hometowns. That would, that would be awesome. That'll be, yeah, wherever they are, we'll do that one day. One thing, yeah. let's be honest, we'll never do it, but it's nice <laughs> thought anyway. Well, thanks, fellas. Hope you enjoyed that, everyone. Uh, we're back on Friday. And, uh, yeah, cheers for listening and keep buying newspapers. Bye. I want to say that one day. Go ahead, say it. Keep buying newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> How did that feel? I feel good? Yeah, I liked it, man. Your Perfect. job. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, let's go. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. It's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the foodie foodie. It's time to get this party started. It's the foodie foodie. It's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, Donnie, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is foodie foodie. It's time to get this party started Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.